Good morning for Friday, April 17, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Deal advances fast-track bill on trade. Vatican ends investigation of U.S. nuns and e-cigarette usage by teenagers climbs quickly. In today's national headlines, Senate moves to revisit bill on human trafficking. Judge hears challenge to proposal to curb climate change. And Bill declaring Bible State's book is dead in Tennessee. In today's financial headlines, Etsy's debut is also a test of its new plan for business. Journalists at Gawker Media's website plan to unionize and a roundup from Wall Street. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Washington, D.C. Deal advances fast-track bill on trade. Reported by Jonathan Weisman. Key congressional leaders agreed on Thursday on legislation to give President Obama special authority to finish negotiating one of the world's largest trade accords, launching a battle that aligns Obama with Republicans against a broad coalition of Democrats. The fast-track bill allowing the White House to pursue its planned Pacific trade deal also heralds a fight within the Democratic Party, one that could spill into the presidential campaign. With committee votes planned next week, Liberal senators such as Sherrod Brown of Ohio are demanding to know Hillary Rodham Clinton's position on the bill to give the president so-called Trade Promotion Authority, or TPA. Trade unions, environmentalists, and Latino political organizations, potent Democratic constituencies, also quickly lined up in opposition, arguing that past trade pacts failed to deliver on their promise and that the latest effort would harm American workers. The deal would give Congress the power to vote on the 12-nation Trans-Pacific Partnership once it is completed, but would deny lawmakers the chance to amend what would be the largest trade deal since the North American Free Trade Agreement of 1994, which President Bill Clinton pushed through Congress despite opposition from labor and other Democratic constituencies. While supporters have promised broad gains for American consumers and the economy, the clearest winners of the Trans-Pacific Partnership would be American agriculture, along with technology and pharmaceutical companies, insurers, and many large manufacturers that say they could also expand United States exports to the other 11 nations in Asia and South America that are involved. Obama embraced the legislation immediately, proclaiming it would level the playing field, give our workers a fair shot, and for the first time include strong, fully enforceable protections for workers' rights, the environment, and a free and open Internet. But Obama's enthusiasm was tempered by the rancor that the bill elicited from some of his strongest allies. To win over the Senate Finance Committee's ranking Democrat, Ron Wyden of Oregon, the Republicans agreed to stringent requirements for the deal, including a human rights negotiating objective. The bill would make any final trade agreement open to public comment for 60 days before the president signs it and up to four months before Congress votes. If the agreement negotiated by the United States Trade Representative fails to meet the objectives laid out by Congress on labor, environmental, and human rights standards, 
a 60-vote majority in the Senate could shut off, fast-track trade rules, and open the deal to amendment. To further sweeten the deal for Democrats, the package includes expanding trade adjustment assistance, aid to workers whose jobs are displaced by global trade, to service workers, not just manufacturing workers.